All right, so welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. I'm here with a guest who is a friend of mine. We've been in contact for, I for a decent, decent amount of time. Um, happy to have him on. I'll, I'll introduce you as the, the NFT creator, the musician, the finger drummer, the wrestler, the guitar playing, outspoken guy cloud, <laughs> a man of many trades. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, doing great. How are you? I'm good, man. Good, good, good to ha have you on. How have you been, uh, first of all? Uh, it's been, I know the NFT space, we always say that, even though it seems like a day seems like a week and a, and a week seems like a month. So I know you've been in it for a good while. So how's things been uh, over the, the whole period of time since you've been in the space? Uh, for the, for the whole, my whole arc, I feel like has been pretty good. You know, I feel like <laughs> I'm still going up. I feel like I still got a ways to go as well, you know, so I've been, I'm doing great, man. Having a great time in the space. Loving it. Yeah. Me and you first connected, um, out first come, first come across yourself, I seen you as very active on the clubhouses, uh, involved with a lot of, say, a lot of different projects, bringing people together, the connector. Um, I'm to, how did that all come about? Like, because, like I said, it always like to start from the beginning. So, because I feel like it's always good for people to hear people's perspective before they enter the space, so um, they can maybe connect on a on some type of level with yourself and think, okay, well, if you've done it, I can do it, kind of thing. So, tell tell introduce yourself to the audience so they can get a bit of background and then tell your story of how you actually got into the space? Yeah, good question, good question. Um, so I was working in a marketing company with uh, some folks before, you know, even before Clubhouse, <laughs> anything like that. We were um, trying, you know, trying to figure out the next move with, um, you know, with some things, jumped on Clubhouse. I'm like, hey guys, we gotta get everybody on here. Like there's something cooking on clubhouse everybody let's go you know and that was for me i got on clubhouse on the 27th of december of 2020 okay yeah, yeah so right before the new year right mm -hmm. i'm on there and meeting all these people i'm like wow like i'm like damn everybody really is here you know then all of a sudden i get word of hey this guy's in this room talking about something it's a it's crazy. It's going to be the future. You guys need to come in here. So me and my squad, we jumped into this room. This guy's talking all this stuff, talking about NFTs. And I'm like, this sounds like a scam. I'm like, I don't get it. I'm like, I don't like it. Like, I got to buy crypto. I'm like, mm, I don't know. This is, this is, this sounds kind of weird. You know, like I got to buy crypto to buy a painting from you. I'm like, I don't know. You know, <laughs> so, I, I really wasn't feeling it at the time, but that, that room, and my my crew at that time would go on to become uh, NFT uh, uh, dot tips, you know. And okay, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And now now I'm on the outside. I'm looking. I'm like, man. I'm like that. You know, watching the group grow. And I was like, shit. You know, like I I, I <laughs> I'm like I'm not about to let this you know uh, fly past me. So let me dig my heels in. I was like, let me do some research. And I'm like, before, you, okay, before you go, let me cut. Yeah, because I, really, I think anybody that hasn't been in this, I was only entering the space, I want to point out the significance of Clubhouse um, at that time. And especially like, I didn't know this. Obviously, I was aware of NFT tips. I've seen that was probably the room to be in where everyone was kind of active and talking about NFTs and different high profile individuals coming into the room and whatnot. So, how did that come about? Like, so that so that's something that I didn't actually know myself, even though I've been speaking to you. I didn't know that you and I'm assuming there was a few other guys who, who actually created that. 
Um, so it was Alex Mazai, I think yeah. his name. He was he was the guy who was in there talking about all this stuff, right? Yeah. And uh another another cat by the name of uh uh Lobo. Yeah, I know Lobo man. Yeah, you know Lobo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Lobo. Lobo came and told me, Glassy, and Kaz mm -hmm. to come into this room. Mm -hmm. We go into the room and I'm like, you know, I'm super skeptical. I'm like, I don't know about this. So I, I, you know, I split. I was like, y'all, y'all got it. I'm like, I don't get it. Y'all got it, you know. And I come back a week later. They're all moderators and everything, you know. And I'm like, huh, I'm like, okay, you know. And I'm seeing these celebrities popping in here, and that's the thing too. It wasn't like the celebrities were just coming in, being like, hey, I'm a celebrity. I'm I'm in charge here or whatever. They were coming in trying to learn. Mm. And I'm man, like I was just working with these people. Now these celebrities are coming to them on like a peer level, mm. like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, okay, there's something cooking here. And yeah, you want to talk about the significance of Clubhouse back then. That's where, you know, a lot of it really started. That's where the mm. the the seed was planted for it to blossom into the big thing that it is in the mainstream right now. You know yeah, I mean? I'd, I'd agree, man. Like this, I thought the way this the spread happened and the early adopters were the people that have kind of, I mean, guess there was people before Clubhouse clearly, but I mean, th that was a new buzz and everyone was on Clubhouse at the time and everyone was talking about it. And that was the only place I could actually find information that people were, actually knew what they were talking about. Because even on YouTube, at that time, you couldn't even find a lot of information, a valid information. So I thought that Clubhouse was the only spot that you can go and think, okay, then these people know what they're talking about. At least I, I can learn a lot. Right. And and you know what it was too? Like, I went and just started studying. Like, I tried to go on YouTube to find mm. stuff. And I, 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 even, I still have some of my notebooks, like, around my studio where I would be like, you know, writing stuff down from taking notes. And I'm like, wait a minute, this one's saying something different. It'd kind of always be like a dead end in the notes. Yeah. I'm like, They're BSing right now. Like they don't really know, you know what I mean? So that's when I just started reading. I started, I looked up the Ethereum virtual machine, uh, yellow paper. And that's when I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. This is how smart contracts work. This is what the blockchain I'm like, oh, I got it. So at that point, too, you know, a lot of people were um, were complaining that they weren't really able to get, you know, word in. Because the NFT uh, rooms were just getting too big. A lot of people were saying they couldn't mm -hmm. get a word in. A lot of people were saying the conversation True. was going over their head. And mm -hmm. that's when I started. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing my own rooms. I started doing uh, uh, smaller basics rooms, just helping people set up their wallets. Like really, like you know, uh, uh, intensely focused on getting people started, making sure that people left with a wallet and the uh, knowledge of how to create their first NFT, you know, for free. And I, I was using uh, uh, the platform Mintable at the times. They had the gasless feature, yeah, right? Yeah. So did that, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Um, helped out some people who would later go on to become, you know, mega stars in the space. And I was, you know, still really proud of that. And uh. Come on, tell me, tell me, tell me, share, share some of the names. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, Sarah Scripps, she's one of the uh, people who came through. 
yeah uh, uh, through our basement she sold her first nft and 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 uh yeah in my basement room to uh Michael it was it was wild man and you know you're seeing stuff like that happen and you see where she's at now it's it's, it's crazy. crazy you know and to think that you know and it's like i saw her um uh down in uh nft nyc you know and it was like yo like like hey what's going on and just you know like cool that that happened and yeah. everything that was that was a big thing for me too you no. know like to be able to say that you help somebody who has gone on to become somebody it's it's just dope to see the impact that somebody can have just helping somebody set up a wallet you know like you never know <laughs> But you know what? If you didn't help them, like that, that they may have not done it like that. Because I think that's the kind of the onboarding part is so important. Um, it's it's off putting for people. They don't if they get scared by crypto or having to do all these stuff around putting putting their transferring their money into crypto and putting the wallets and getting the NFT. Not sure what's happening and all that. That minting stage. I think when people understand that and they and they're comfortable with it, then it's a bit more flowing for people to go okay then let me buy an nft but there's so many things that are obstructing people from actually entering the space so like having that so early like enabling people to do that i think that was great man so onboarding people to the community yeah man and that you know led to other things like i was doing that and uh, i ended up um the guy who actually invited me on the clubhouse his name's abi um he was running this uh, club on on there called the 808 Wave, right? They were a music, um, you know, music tech club, whatever. And he's like, hey, dude, see what you're doing. Do you want to do that on our platform? And I'm mm -hmm. like, hell yeah, I want to do that on our platform. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they had a really big following at that time, you know, and I was able to basically be like the music NFT guy over there because i think in that point too i had i was starting to sell my finger drumming uh nfts which were the first of their kind and like you know the producer culture so i had that like little like claim to fame whatnot and um yeah so once abby gave me that platform we you know we just ran with it you know and mm. we we were you know then that at that point we were competing with with nft uh tips on who, who was having the biggest rooms for the week. And we uh, did a marathon room, 24 hours, had over yeah. 66,000 people come through this room, man. Crazy. 24 hours, man, it was wild. We had a ton of celebrities, Swizz Beats, Game, MC Hammer, you mm. name it, you know? And that got us on the map there. And that's when, you know, I just kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. And through that is how I ended up getting the gig with George Lopez. So yeah. onboarding to that, like it all, it all worked. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was wild have, ride. Did you have a strategy? Did you think, what was your thoughts? Okay, then cool. You obviously, you've got background in music. <clears throat> you've got, you've done marketing, you do marketing already. What was your, what was your, did you have a strategy and think, okay, this is the NFT space. This is what I want to do. Or was it a case of you were just in the space and then as you researched and you connected, you kind of and understood, you, you seen the opportunities and then you went down that route. Um, little bit of uh, I, I, I always have this strategy of, you know, just being being consistent and being, you know, just uniquely like myself. You know what I'm saying? And that goes back to um, my music stuff, like, for example when 
even before I jumped into the marketing company with, um, you know, the, the other folks and everything, I was like, okay, I want to push my sound design. I want to push my music. So I'm going to put out a wild finger drumming video every day. I'm going to be super consistent. I'm going to keep banging on the doors of the, uh, you know, the hardware companies, of the software companies, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay for any articles, nothing like that. I'm just going to be consistent and put out some wild content. Mm-hmm. And, and that worked, that worked in web too. You know, like I got the attention of reason who's with the big software company that I use. I got the attention of Akai, that's the hardware company that I mm-hmm. use, you know, and got all these other publications as well. So I'm like, okay, that's working here. So when I got into web three, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to show up and I'm going to teach people how to do these wallets. I'm going to make sure I'm doing that every day, you know, mm. and at, that was just my plan. And I'm like, I'm going to see what this consistency gets me. I'm going to see what being consistent, being honest, I'm going to see what that gets me. And it, you know, and I was rewarded greatly for it. You know what I mean? So that, that was my strategy. And honestly, like, I'll be honest, I did not see, you know, these big opportunities coming. I didn't see them coming. Well, I, but how, I, I believe you, because how could you? I mean, like, I guess if you come in the space now, you could kind of have an idea like what could possibly happen. But thinking that back then, there was, okay, there was an idea, there was a concept, there was a few PFP projects, there was PFP, drop, PFP project dropping maybe two, twice, three a week, maybe if that, there wasn't like you could actually you could literally think okay then what's dropping this week you could set yourself up and try and get an NFT now there's like <laughs> there's hundreds right, dropping right. daily like so we, and there was hardly I mean far as I know unless you correct me if I'm wrong there wasn't that many there weren't high profile celebrities and the marketing behind it pushing it I know that obviously celebrities beforehand had kind of entered the space and done one or two things but there was there wasn't a lot of success because people didn't know about it but at this point everything was new and everything was fast paced and yeah. things are picking up and the interest was picking up at fast pace like it's i still like i said i'm still amazed to, till today like how how much growth some of these projects and the things that they've done i've, I've never seen it in my lifetime so and the, in the case of, and then like you said the peer-to-peer where celebrities are humbled and coming in to the space and having to speak to people and learn rather than having that status everybody was on ground level and oh and if and if you wanted to kind of leverage you had to speak and connect and be open to speak doesn't matter what background you're on if you know what you're talking about i want to speak to you you know right. <laughs> so, so that's right. that's what i feel that's very special that you i don't think you get that and i think this is the i always say this is the golden era it's not going to this ain't going to be like this forever but right. at this point this is a chance for you to kind of leverage and connect to people like that no seriously yeah man and you know like <laughs> How I got the George gig was, uh, you know, uh, his partner, Randy Levy, who mm-hmm. um, is also the, the founder of agencynft.io, he booked one of my, and back then I was charging, I was only charging like 50 bucks an hour for my consults, you know, and he, he books a console and he's like, hey, so what, what can you help me with? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm like, you tell me how you're trying to position your business within the NFT space and and we'll go from there and I'll help yeah. you out with navigating that. I'm like, I'll give you some ideas within the hour, give you some connections, we'll figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, well, uh, work with George Lopez. We want to do his first NFT project. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, 
I'm like, man, you could have led with that. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we, we ended up talking for like two hours and everything and about what, you know, ideas, this and that, da, da, da. and I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, like we need to get an artist. We need to get this, we need to get that. Well, you know, let's go. And basically I, he gave me the opportunity to deliver on those things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with, with relying on the space, I was able to deliver, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, like I got Sabet to work on it too. And, you know, Sabet was already a name before NFTs and he just, you know, came in here and is just taking no prisoners. Mm-hmm. And I, I messaged him just like, Hey man, you know, you want to get on this, this project with George Lopez. And a lot of people are, I'm asking, they're like, dude, this sounds like a scam. No way. Get out of my inbox. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, listen, man, if I'm going to try to scam you, like, I'm not about to just like, what do you think? Hit you with the George Lopez one, two, like, no, thing, you know what I mean? It's like, come on. But Sabet ended up saying, yes, you know, he was already out in LA. I'm in New York. So, mm. you know, from, from New York, like from my, from my little studio in, in, mm. in, in Rochester, New York, I'm on my phone. I'm calling, you know, I'm talking to Sabet. I'm, I'm calling George's team being like, Hey, you know, I got this guy, he can come down and connect with them. And then they ended up all meeting and, you know, they're sending me the pictures from the meeting and I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> I'm like, Crazy. look, look at what I just helped put together. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at what I just did from my, from my, my, my phone with a cracked screen, you know, <laughs> just like sitting here in front of my, you know, in front of my music equipment, like not even knowing what, you know, was even going to come from that. But I was just so proud of myself that I was able to, you know, that they gave me the opportunity to do that. And I did it. And I'm like, wow. Okay, cool. This is crazy. This NFT stuff is life changing. I'm like, this is something else. Like, this is wild. And it's, you know, the project came together. We, we sold it out. We had the uh, biggest room on Clubhouse that year. And, you know, that was my first. And I did the soundtrack for it as well. I worked with... Uh, Oli, who's an amazing singer, she's working with uh, Somnium Space now. She also recorded with uh, with Blau on his big release wow. and everything. So she sang on the uh, track that I produced, and that was my first time on vinyl, you know. And we, you know, we were we, <laughs> and man, you know, we sold a record for for seven hundred fifty bucks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's just wild to me. I've never seen yeah. anything like that, you Could know. You- and, you, you know, you you know, obviously you've been into music, yeah. Obviously, you've got a background in music. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not aware how successful your career has been in music, anyway. But how has it been as successful as in regards to the stuff you're doing now in the NFT space with your music to what you've been doing in real life? Um. Okay. So in my whole like, I'm 35, man. In yeah, yeah. My whole like life, <laughs> like. <laughs> what i've done this past year is more than like everything that i've ever done you know and i've done some pretty cool things you know mm-hmm. like i've been in magazines i've played in uh you know some some well-known bands work with some well-known artists and all that stuff but you know we we a lot of us musicians we talk about this all the time like dude like royalties psh, it's a joke man it's like getting mm-hmm. paid peanuts man like spotify streams bro 
like no like <laughs> you're not you're not surviving off of that like what how i was able to you know support myself was uh you know doing sound design doing doing session work like oh let me play guitar i'm like oh let me let me make a beat for you you know mm. what i mean like you make more money doing that than you know waiting for excuse me waiting for royalties off of making like an album you know what i'm saying so the the growth that i've gotten in this past year has basically you know trumped everything i've done in my whole life you know in in web too which is crazy and uh yeah man and just from the attention that i've gotten in this space it's allowed me to leverage more things you know in in web two and in real life as well you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah, man. What you pointed out there that I've seen is like consistency. Anything you've done, you've been consistent at, like from what you've told me. And it seems like, okay, you didn't have that much, as much success as you had in the last year, but it's putting in that 10,000 hours in it that you were prepared at this point at time right. to deliver when the opportunity came. So nothing, I always believe nothing's done in vain. It's always a build up to where you're going to get to. And obviously you're executing on that now and you're, reaping the benefits and the rewards from all that work from before because you're you're in a good place and i think going to nft and music I, that hasn't even started yet and you position yourself and you've done things within the more around the art side of it but and obviously i know you've touched on the music side but when that starts coming into play i think the same thing's just going to happen again with yourself I don't know if you agree, like people are going to come to you and be like, okay, then cool. You've been doing this music thing from the start. Like, come on, like, what, what do we do? And so on. Or you might be, you're probably getting the calls right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and that's, that's the beauty of it too. You know, like in March, man, I, 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 in March, I became the first ever finger drummer selling NFT. In April, I uh, co-produced the first ever NFT music conference with 808 wave you know and 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 i always point this out that nft music always kind of had these ebbs and flows like it would go up then it would go down go up then it go down but this right now it's really going up it's like everybody is starting to be like oh nft music oh nft music oh nft music you know and you're right you know i've been here you know i've got accolades already in in this space you know and it's 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 dope too because when i was when i actually went to la to meet george uh george lopez he had um uh some of the guys who play with carlos santana were playing at his party so i ended up befriending uh andy vargas who's carlos's uh lead singer of 22 years and i showed him the uh the drummies project and he was like yo he's like whoa this is so cool like this is awesome man and you know and now he's trying to get he's been in the crypto but he's now trying to get in the nft so mm -hmm. you know it's wild when you have carlos santana's lead singer calling <laughs> you up being like hey dude i'm trying to you know get open c set up like what do i do this do it that and like oh like what about my wallet and i'm like oh yeah you know i'm just like wow like what is this right now but um yeah him and i got something cooking uh we actually have two projects we're working on right now uh just congratulations something he's gonna send me the vocals back any minute um got some other stuff coming with another really big vocalist i can't say yet we're actually getting the ndas all set up and everything now but yeah man like you know just just like you said man from the fact of me putting in the time before 
you know, and getting here and getting that, you know, that, that boost, that turbo boost, you know, it's, it's just got me in such a good spot. And it's got me next to some of the, 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 you know, the biggest and the brightest stars in the music space. Like I would have never, would have never thought in a million years that I'd have these numbers in my phone, just, you know, <laughs> ready to call them, like not their manager, not, you know, their assistant, but them, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, cra it's crazy, it's crazy, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to digest, man. Like, but we would on coming on from what you just said, obviously, the, you, you said you were doing the finger drawing, which is if anyone follows you on your socials, like it's it's crazy. Like, I'm I'm amazed. I'm not I don't I don't I'm not I wouldn't say I've been, I've ever looked and gone to search anything like that, but I think it's dope, man. I like I'm thinking, oh yeah, I watch the always watch the video. So based on that, you've come out with obviously the drummies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and is that yeah. that tied into obviously the the finger drumming tell me about that that's that is that a pfp would you say it's a pfp project yeah what i so what i initially did what's out right now is mm. um kind of like uh it's i call it the prototype phase right okay. i wanted to just get my stamp on it because even back then i saw i'm like yo music themed nfts are coming they're coming I'm like, I want to do something. I'm not, I don't draw, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, I'm not an artist, but I got, you know, I've got my, my bros are, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm like, Hey dudes, this is, this is happening. This is coming. Can like, let's put something together. So what I did was I, I had a, a, um, a live performance coming up on clubhouse and they were like, Hey, you want to do an NFT drop for this? And I'm like, sure. Like I do, but like, let me see what I can cook up and, me and my me and my bros cooked up the drummies the first phase you know and i was like all right so these ones are going i'm just going to make 16 of these because there's 16 pads on the drum machines mm -hmm. and i'm gonna attach my a demo for the album that i'm working on with it and also a sample pack so other producers they can get it they can make their own songs mm -hmm. you know stuff with it as well so i um yeah, man, I didn't know how it was gonna go. I didn't know what how people were going to respond to it. But you know, I sold it. I sold all sixteen of them out. Like somebody bought like four of them, you know. And I I started them pretty moderately priced at like at uh seventy three bucks. That I I do the seven and the three a lot because of you know, G and C. It's the second okay. letter and the third letter, so I use seven and three okay. a lot and stuff. And um. Yeah, man. And now I, I, I think that the the floor, they're at like a point one five or something like that. That's dope, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And I'm like, I, I just didn't see that coming, you know? Like you can't, people like, oh, well, can I get one? I'm like, yeah, but they're a lot right now. I'm like they're like $500 to get, <laughs> you know, uh, a drummy prototype, you know? But I, what, and also part of the utility is that I promised, I was like, hey, when I do the bigger drop, you know, whitelist you'll be able to yeah you'll get the whitelist spot for it mm -hmm. you know but now that uh you know that uh andy and i are gonna work on that and you know potentially you know the big guy too mr santana you know <laughs> now it's kind of like okay we gotta re rearrange a few things and we mm -hmm. have that you know it's got you know we gotta we gotta go back to the drawing board on a few things which we're doing and i'm like i can't wait to you know unveil some of this stuff it's gonna be it's gonna be really wild but um but yeah man the drummies were were really cool when i did that that was my first like project that sold out that was just you know uh, something that was just for my brain and everything that i didn't have you know like 
a, a big celebrity tied to it or <laughs> something or other. You know, it was just something that I cooked up, I came out with. And, you know, there are other music projects that are coming out that are like kind of similar, a little close. You know what I mean? We, we, like, I think we, 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 we get that in the NFT space. And it is, especially when it comes to the PFPs, like there's, I've seen you tweet about it and in an Instagram about all the eight projects, like, yeah, a lot of <laughs> stop doing eight projects. Like they're, they're all the same to to a certain extent. You only can repeat things over and over again. To it, you got to stop at some point in it. So, um, but you know that's the NFT space. The early to, at this point. But is there anything? Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you think about the board apes with Universal um, starting the band? What do What do you think about that? First of all, okay. <laughs> um, I mean. It was bound to happen. Like I, I knew it was, you know, when I saw them like exploding and I, you know, I'll be straight, dude. I thought they were racist in the beginning. I'm like, dude, I, what I, is? Yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that going around. I do see that going around. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Go on. Explain. I, was, I mean, you might as well say, cause if we, you got your reasons, you could, you, why, why did you think they were racist at the beginning? Well, I mean, you know, just, because, you know, growing up in America, that's something that, you know, you, you like people call you an ape, they yeah. call you a monkey, you know what I mean? Mm. And stuff like that. And, 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 and it, you know, you, you become sensitive to these things, you know, mm -hmm. like they, they trigger you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember when I was a kid, uh, uh, I wouldn't want to play monkey in the middle, you know, because uh -huh. I'm like, okay. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can laugh about it now, but you know, it's a deeper rooted thing. So, I can I can I can understand why uh, if that was something that was at the trigger or said to you when you're younger as an as an abuse. Yeah, so I can under, I can understand that. Yeah. So now you know now that I'm older, it's like I see that, and especially with the NFT space not being as inclusive as they like to pitch it as being. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of us here. Let's be sure. No, there's not there's there's not a lot. It's, it's dominate, dominated by, at the moment, as what I've seen, especially, and this may be down to, because it's art-driven uh, at, at this point too. Don't know, like I'm saying, but from what I've seen, even like real, in real life events and people heading the projects from what I can see, it's dominated by white males. That would you, yeah, yeah. you say that, yeah? yeah so I, I see a lot of white and, and Asian males, like. And Asian, okay, fair enough, yeah, okay. Across the board, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> It's it, it's hard for black people to be in the space and not be like, oh, you're the black artist, you know, oh, you mm -hmm. do the black stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't just, you know, be in the NFT space and just just do Your stuff art. You, it's like, oh, like, hey, you know, it's some some like we got a black exhibit coming up. You want to you want to get in here? You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I, you know, like while I get it. I appreciate it. I appreciate the, you know, sentiment and the, 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 the attempt of inclusion, but you know, we just want to do stuff, you know, like we don't want to have everything we do be like, Oh, this is black. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So like when I make music, I don't say like, Oh, I make black music. Like I, I just make music. Like I just do stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I approach it. But yeah, again, when I saw, you know, the board apes come out i was like huh you know kind of like taking aback. like do you still think that do you still think it is a racist project then i mean that's just being honest 
do you still think it is or you think okay then based on what you've seen over the period of time i mean what's if if it or maybe your perspective's changed like well all right i don't think that they and again i don't know these people mm -hmm. i don't think that they came out and were like you know trying to be like you know ma malicious or anything like that but i just can't have my pfp be an eight i can't okay I can't put that mask okay. on you feel me I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and when you start adding the, the, like, you know, the, the, the more like, uh, 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 like, like Afrocentric traits to them too, you know, like, like hip hop style clothing and. Like, well, this is it. Like, like you're saying that, but then what's happening now, it's, it is hip hop culture is adopting it. Like you got all the, the rappers, the celebrities, that culture is, is a buying into the ape. So was it more of a marketing scheme, uh, marketing, or was it meant to be? Like I'm saying, I'm just putting out questions. Like I, I didn't really, when I first seen it, I didn't think personally, I didn't think it was racist, but that wasn't, I didn't have that actual ape attached to when I, racist experience. So it's not to say, but I've also seen other people say, that's the reason I'll ask you the question. Like you're not the only person that said that. So, um, Oh, I'm open right. to hear all different perspectives and, and hear a reason why, because there may be something I'm missing. Uh, so, um, it, oh, and if there is, it needs to be said and, and not attack on the project, but people just need to be aware of things, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, totally. I hear you, man. And, um, you know, like if you look at like how, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like the little Sambo statues before. Um, if you haven't, look those mm -hmm. up. Look okay. up what a Sambo is. Look oh, okay. That up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's just the way that it's these little things that are in, you know, like within the 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 visual aspects of a lot of these eight projects. You know I think I'm I know saying? what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. It's like the kind of black face, the yeah, the, the sing Yeah, 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 yeah. And they do the, the yes, I've seen them. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, now you say it, yeah. Yeah. yeah then that that really reminded me of of that you know and i'm like oh my god i'm like okay you know like i saw it i remember i remember when i first like i turned on like twitter <laughs> and i saw it and i'm like what what is this i'm like what's happening mm. and i'm like you know uh, and i just was like yo this is I'm like, I can't be the only one who's looking at this like, yo, what is going on here? Yeah. And you know, and behold, I, I wasn't the only one. Even back then, you know, a lot of us were like, we would be in these in these ape rooms, you know, or we'd be in a room and a lot of people would come in and they would start acting like monkeys. And a lot of us black NFT folks, we would leave. We just we just dip like we just be like, hey, I'm like, I'm like something. Wow. This is a this is, you know, setting up a situation. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is how it starts, you know. Mm -hmm. Just from what I've been around, you know, and growing up, I grew up in a, um, I went to like a mostly white school, you know, like it was probably like out of the whole school, it was probably like maybe 20, 30 of us black kids in this one particular school, you mm -hmm. know, and that would be a thing. The kids would like, you know, some of the white kids would walk past us and make monkey noises. You know? Maybe I feel like maybe something should have been said then potentially, but I guess they couldn't change the whole project a bit too late to kind of change the whole project because what I did see um, that um, there was a board ape with I can't remember what it was. It was a Japanese um, logo yeah. on there. I can't remember exactly what it was. So anyone that's listening, if you know what it is, put it in the comments below. Um, but it it was 
a racist, I think it was something offend, offensive to some a culture um, within Japan. I, I don't know what exactly what it was, but it was raised and it was changed. The NFT was taken from the the, the collector and they re, they redone it and sent it back to the collector with the amended version. Okay. So that actually happened. So that actually happened. Um, and they announced it in the, the, disc the Discord and whatnot. So, like, I mean, like I said, the, the whole project is ape. So you, you brought it up. The basically said to shut down the project. With, that isn't going to happen. But, right. like, I'm, that, I've also seen that in the, not in defense, but I've just seen that. So it's interesting yeah, to hear no, different perspectives. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, like a lot of us were just like, you know, we didn't think that you know, we could get through to anybody with it because how much it was growing. And, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I know a lot of black people who have them mm -hmm. and I'm not like, I don't like, I'm not about to be like, Hey dude, that thing that you have, that's worth like over a quarter million bucks. It offends me. Get rid of it. Cause they're yeah, going to yeah. be like, are you crazy? No, look at all this money that it's potentially worth. And, you know, even Gunna, the rapper, he's got one tattooed on him now, you know, it's yeah, what? yeah, crazy! Yeah. I didn't see that. That's yeah, crazy. Got, yeah, okay. Got a tattooed on his his leg or his arm or something like that, and it's like, all right, when 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 stuff starts getting to that point, you're not. There's nothing you can say or do, you know. And that's why I just would choose not to, you know, not to support it or just like whatever, you know. And there have been other projects, like eight projects that have come out that mm -hmm. I've seen. I'm like, okay, this doesn't, you know this doesn't have certain traits to it, you know, like uh, there's the soda uh, apes, there's the caked apes, they're like super colorful, like pastel colors, they look like trippy, they look weird, and even, even the mutant apes, even like how those look, I'm like, okay, these are just crazy things, but the other ones, they just, you know, they had some, some just oh, some to them that were just like triggering to me, and I just could never really get with it so going back to the original question yeah um, you know <laughs> that, you know what i'm glad no but it's important i'm, I'm happy i want the podcast to be people that discuss things like this like i've never heard anyone discussing no clubhouse room i've just seen it on maybe like a, a tweet but if people uh, feel like this then it needs even if it's a case it can't be nothing can be changed doesn't mean it, it can't be discussed uh, so and and Keep that in mind for future projects. Um, for if, if if anything is, is offensive, what what do we what do people do about it? Whether it's offensive to black people, Asian people, women, what's yeah. going to be done about it? Because people can just create PFP projects out of nothing and mint them. And where's that's something that needs to be considered? Where's the let's say regulations? But where's the kind of what happens if it, if it is it is like that? If somebody reads the project and it just out racist and people support it then what right exactly <laughs> you know and, but i you know again like i think that that you know with our community being you know uh uh so heavy on the like decentralization like, mm -hmm. aspect of all this you know it's up to us to kind of yeah. provide the checks and balances you know like there was a thing there was nazi punks early on yeah i think i did see that i did and, it, and everyone i think was, that was clubhouse times wasn't it i think there was people yeah. yeah, going on about yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, right. So you know, now you know. Let's just say 
like, you know, Nazi punks comes out and, you know, uh, like not saying that this happened, but like yeah. if, if NFTS.tips was like, hey, you know, like, yo, there's a Nazi punk room. Like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a problem. But yeah, like, yeah. that type of stuff, it wouldn't get that far. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people would be like, yo, like shut this down. Like, I think, you know, we talk about it we're like, yo, that's crazy. What the hell? Who's doing that? And then we, you know, we block them out. The community as a whole will 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 ignore them and ignore mm-hmm. that. You know, like I don't think anybody just because we can trace everything. Like I don't think any of my friends have been not smoking. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I, mean, that, I guess that's the way in it. Like that's the way it needs to be at the moment as it stands. It's gonna be interesting as it grows. I guess it's gonna, we, we can't monitor everything, but. Like, yeah, across the board, hopefully there is people putting out good things and not in that way. But at the end of the day, humans are humans and they will do what they do. People tweet nasty stuff. People put stuff in it. So it will happen eventually some way, some shape or form. It's just a way if we can, you know, block it out. Yeah. 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 Right. You know, it's just like, hey, like, I don't I don't give my bandwidth to stuff I don't agree with. Like people I don't, you know, particularly see eye to eye with, you know, I just. I just don't follow them. You know, it's simple as that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, you know, I'd be like, ah, just like tapping back at people, arguing with folks. And I'm like, yo, man, you know, like I, if somebody disagrees with me or they don't like something that I'm doing, I'm like, hey, man, like, I really appreciate you giving me the social media engagement. You're bumping up my algorithm. Thank you. You know, I'm not about to fight with you. You know, like I'm, I'm grown. Like I got a baby now. Like I'm trying to work. Like I'm a professional. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if I don't support something, it's not getting my bandwidth. You know, I'm not letting it sit on my radar. You know what I mean? So, that's yeah, right, actually, man. But back to yeah, let's go back to the music now. Yeah. NFT, let's go back yeah. to the NFT music about the apes um, in general. Like any NFT project, but obviously the apes, they've got their whole commercial rights aspect of it. They've been bought even down to the rappers. Obviously, they're buying the NFTs. I'm interested to see. I'm trying to work out what's actually happening. Like, I'm, I'm, my, my thing, my thing that I'm seeing is okay. In the metaverse, alter egos, people when they enter the metaverse, they're going to just go go as their apes because the apes are so popular already. That's going to be the new celebrity of the metaverse, and they won't. You won't. DJ Khaled or Timbaland won't create an avatar for themselves. They'll just go as the ape, and everyone will know that's Timbaland. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's what I see happening. But what's your thoughts? No, yeah, you're right, man. And that's already kind of what happened with um with I don't remember the name of what they called their thing. Um, but yeah, Timbaland, he I was in the Twitter space that they had when he was talking about how he saw his um well, let me get some water really quick. My mouth is super dry. When he saw his um, uh, he said he saw his ape, he's like, Yeah, I like the gold chain that really resonated with me. So, you know, and even, you know, Eminem, the ape that yep. Eminem got, it looked, it looked like, like him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. It's like that. It's like they made that one for him, you know. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, man, like that's that's definitely what the new flex is about to mm. me. You know, I even saw a video, a little baby, uh, you know, he walks around with the big bags of cash all the time. He's all like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm not about to be carrying this cash around anymore i'm just about to get crypto, crypto yes in it <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying so this stuff's already happened you got post malone mm-hmm. buying the ape in the video with the weekend you know mm-hmm. like this and and then putting you know uh uh the the, the nfts on the chains like yeah. you can if you got a crypto punk 
you know, that's that's like 20 mil and a board ape that's like three mil, you know, you could flex, you know, over 20 million on two chains, you know, and that's hey, you're you're you got more than you know some people have like in their whole lives right there. You know st- and then the thing is they could take it <laughs> because I mean I'm not I'm not encouraging it, but you can get robbed and you still can have you still can have the NFT. <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, like that's right. So I think, you know, with with rapping or not with rapping, but with I guess like the 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 whole like, you know, commercial rap culture, like the yeah, flexing yeah. is yeah. part of it. Like you gotta flex, you know, like dude, like I, I got a, I got a freaking gold drum machine. So like I you know, I'm I'm in it, like, I do it too. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, but yeah, man, and the NFTs, they're the perfect, you know, uh tool to flex with, you know, and it's it's kind of got that that, you know, that that little upper echelon of society uh, flavor to it, but it's got that intellectual side to it as well, where it's like, you got to know how to do this to get it. You got to play smart to get this. You know what I mean? It's not just like any, any dummy can like, you know, get a bunch of money and just be like, Hey, here's, here's a ton of money, you know? But when you got an NFT on a freaking chain, that's like, people are going to be like, how did you do that? Yeah. Even the guy with the stacks of money are going to be like, how did you do that? You know what I'm saying? So there's, it's, it's, yeah, it's almost like a, like a, like a super dope nerd flex in a way, you know, <laughs> what I'm so, you know, like that's, yeah. And that's already, you know, that's what's happening right now, which I think is cool. Cause a lot of us musicians, we're nerds, man. Like <laughs> we love sci-fi, we love comics. We love all that goofy stuff that people used to make fun of us for, but Hey, now we can flex. Now we can be like, hey, like, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, watch anime, like, what of it? Like, I got a gold, like, Goku, you know what I'm saying, or something like that, you know. So, it's true, it's true. so, so, talk to me about NFTs and music as we as we talk. Obviously, we talked about the PFPs and and what's going on there, but the industry and in regards to okay, you, let's talk from your side of it. You like you do the beat making and whatnot. So, if as how do you think things are going to change? moving forward to what how it is now to apply nfts in the industry to what people could take advantage of so as whether it was a beat maker as, as vocalists or a band what kind of things they could just give them a few ideas of what kind of things they can do yeah good question man so honestly one of the big things is you know you don't necessarily need a record label anymore that's like the big thing mm. um Granted, I do want to point out that NFTs aren't, you know, the end all be all at the moment, but you can do a lot with just NFTs, you know, like I mentioned before, when I attached that, the, my, uh, the demo of my record to the drummy, you know, I made, I think I made like about 1200 bucks off of that whole drop, you know what I mean? Like, a, you know, whatever, but at the same time, man, you know how many streams it takes for you to get $1,200? Like Facts, a lot, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, and think about the hustle you got to do to get that. So, if you're a beat maker, if you're you know whatever a musician, you know, like say like you're 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 making beats, you're doing session work, like like I was, you know, last year or the year before last year. You know, you could tokenize your time. You could tokenize like, hey, you want to book me? Buy my token. I'll come work for you for an hour. And after that tokens burn, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. That's something to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and now people can, people could buy your token, hold on to it. Be like, yo, like I got, I got a God cloud feature that I could cash in 
when I need it. You know what I'm saying? And they they have it. They don't they don't have to use it right away, but they have it. So they know like, hey, like as long as I'm around, I can yeah. fulfill that. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that beat makers could do. You can, um, you know, tokenize your stems. Um, I know uh, my buddy Sam F, who's worked on um, uh, what's it? I think it was called like Tiny Island, like the Saturday Night Live, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. He's he's big time. He did a, I think he did a board ape song as well. Um, but he's working on a project on Solana where uh, the, that the stems that he's put into a project, he's collecting royalties off of that. You know, gets it instantly. There's a lot you can do within this space. And something also too that I tell uh, people coming in is collaborate with a visual artist you know come in come into the space just make some friends don't try to sell anything make some friends and do and try to collaborate with some visual artists you know like i've been fortunate enough to do a lot of collabs with uh alisa bet and we've got one up right now that's in the la art show that i put did the music on we got some that's exclusive on voice.com that i did the music for and that's huge you know what i'm saying like that's that's a big flex for me. Sabet, he's a he's a monster. You know what I mean? Like a good monster. Like not calling you monster, <laughs> but if you're watching, he's a best my bro. You know, so it's dope to get that uh, connection, and that's just something else to show. Like, hey, look at like it's possible for musicians to you know get in this space and thrive and do things and you know and work with other people in the space. What I mean to add to that, to add that, I feel that is important for as a musician or creators in general is. A lot of the times, people don't want to collaborate down to the, or they not knowing the person, the trust, making money in the future. Uh, so, with NFTs, I think it takes away that whole. Okay, then, oh, am I going to get paid if I work with you? Like you, pro- there's probably been situations where beat makers, not so famous, have worked with high-profile individuals. And they're taking their beats and they and they haven't paid them and they and they can't say nothing and they but with this you're able to whoever it is it's all proof in the pudding you're able to get your share and not worry about that and you can it, it always trace back to you and it is transparent that I think that's right. so important um, that that it hasn't been there whether you're doing a deal in music or with arts or with real estate anything like the trust. Yeah barrier is down once people understand that i feel that's where it's really people are going to really take off yeah and you know there's still some barriers like in between you know the um the um the like the publishing and everything with yeah. music and all that stuff but at the same time you know if you if you just do like a regular contract before you work with somebody then you put the blockchain aspect on it as well that's just extra leverage you know um and it really opens up a lot too when you see that you can okay so i was listening to rick ross talk right and he was saying when he was signed to a major label it was a lot of fluff it was a lot of you know people just with their hands in the in this pie you know what i'm saying but when you are in the nft space you can decide who's around you you are because because here everyone's here man yeah everybody's here just like with the drummies project man like i didn't have to go far to find an artist you know i just called i called jj weinberg i'm like hey bro i need help with this you got me and that's my bro you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and he was like okay sure he's like yeah draw some stuff before you have before you whatever you know now let's say i'm signed to a label 
I'm like, hey, I have to go to my manager. Like, I got this idea. Manager then has to go to whoever else. Now, I'm not in contact with the artist. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping my manager is doing all this stuff, and I'm just sitting here waiting, you know? He goes and does whatever. Probably will get, probably tell the artist, hey, you're going to do this for this person who signed to these people. We're not going to pay you, but you're going to get exposure, you know? Mm -hmm. So now, you know, there's all these degrees of separation. There's no connection. I might get the art done, but what, what about in the future? You know, now the artist gets nothing, you know, and now I got to, now I got to, you know, cut, give my manager a cut for even going and doing that little bit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. now all that stuff's done. Now it's just me and JJ, we talk and we're like, hey, okay, cool. This done. All right, cool. Boom. Let's go. You know, now I'm, now I'm the boss in this situation. And if he needs music for something, he, he's going to hit me up and now he's the boss. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're all able to be our own, you know, bosses. And that's what, you know, when I was listening to Rick Ross talk about that, he's like, yeah, he's like, right now, he's like, if you're independent, you're your own boss. He's like, and you make your team around you. And he's like, you get a few go-getters around you, y'all can move fast. Y'all can go to the moon. You don't got to wait for a green light from yeah. from upstairs. You know what I mean? Disclaimer, I, kind of, I want to say, I don't want to get pe people... Not everyone wants to be a boss in it, so not everyone, like, okay, we don't need a music label, but not everyone knows how to market. So if you can't market music, you can't be seen, then it's pointless doing NFT. So I think we've got to also tell people, like, look, along, if you're willing to take that independent route, which is going to give you high rewards, you have to put the work in still. You're not just going to create a music NFT and it's going to sell from just because right. it's an NFT. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. And that's another thing, too um people talk about like oh let's get we're getting rid of the middlemen we're getting rid of the middlemen it's like let's get rid of the shady middlemen you know <laughs> like i still get paid to help market projects you know like but i do it in a genuine way you know <laughs> I, and i do it in a way that people trust me and you know people come back people hit, you have to like hey help with this i'm like yeah i got you i'll do this i'll do that I send them screenshots of what I'm doing, how it's working, and they trust that. You know, like if you're gonna come into this, to the space, it's not. And I, I'm about to tell them now: if you're gonna come into the space, it's not easy. You have to be working 24/7, but you're gonna be working for yourself. Find a good team of people to work with you. Get get a marketer, and you know, hold on, I got this thing that just popped up. Get a marketer promise them a part of the cut of the mint don't pay them up front mm. promise them a cut of the mint so they work hard for you you all work together and they're gonna have you know interest in it like you you're both gonna have that vested interest in the project come in like that and that's your team and you mm. all work work your fingers down to the bone don't overshow but then just come in and do the work be honest, do the work. And this is the other thing I tell people to do, and I, I kind of touched on it earlier, but don't come in trying to sell right away. Just make some friends. Just come in and try to make 10 friends. Just do that. Just be like, you know, I'm gonna, I wanna find 10 people I connect with. Do that and you're gonna, and that, that's gonna be the start of your journey. And yeah. trust me, it's something you're gonna be rewarded for being honest, being genuine, being yourself. No, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Another, another thing I want to add to is this, like I just, as you were speaking, I was kind of thinking of 
for artists, if you're a new artist and if a beat maker, obviously everyone starts from somewhere. Now, if you just, if a beat maker's kind of getting his break and he's doing a beat for Jay-Z and he's doing a beat for um, Drake and this is all done on the blockchain and you're able to track who makes what beats, you can get somebody to work with at an early stage rather than waiting to they're at the top of their career when they're obviously everyone started endorsing them and they work with everybody else. You can get them at the same time as these high profile artists because you are able to track them down via their work. Whereas I'm not sh- I'm not sure how if that was that's as easy as now in real life. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's just a thought. Yeah, man. So all right. So if you're doing work, you know. Like it was back in the day, it would be tough to try to, you know, like if you hear a dope beat, you really got to do some digging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But again, just like you said it, man, with the blockchain, you can you can check. You can see like, OK, who sold what to who, where, which wallet did it come from? OK, who's and generally, you know, people will their wallet name will be either like their same name on Twitter yeah. or something like that. You know, you can find them, you know, so. Yeah, man, it's definitely going to make it a lot easier to find people who have worked with other people and potentially, you know, connect and all that stuff, too. So, yeah, man, the blockchain's beautiful for that. You know, it's wild how, like, it's funny because in the beginning when I saw it, I'm like, man, like, I don't want people looking into my stuff. But at the same time, it's like, well, like, I'm not doing anything. So, you know, as long as you're not being sketchy then you don't care <laughs> you know what i'm saying you should be good you know and, but you know and but the way that all this stuff works is if you are being sketchy you know we'll we'll sniff you out you know what i mean like like how what happened with the guy from OpenSea? you know like he got oh, yeah, yeah. And even like the um, uh, the big influencer recently of the talks was he was doing yeah, I, I still don't. I, I haven't. I've been working, so I missed all the stuff that happened with that. I don't know exactly the details. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not I'm not not gonna start naming names and that. And if you know, you know, kind of thing. But obviously, that he basically um, he was creating lots of different accounts, like basically boosting up himself, self promoting, and basically just creating an image and pumping projects. And yeah, it wasn't wasn't really ethical. Wasn't really good what he was doing. Uh, so, uh, but then eventually it came to light, you know what I mean? And this is one, this is a very big name in the space, in the community. So, um, like, I think people are out there, man, like, and there are people who do their digging if they think something's, <laughs> if they think something's up. So just be, like you said, like you said, just be true, be, have good intentions, go out there, do your work. And I feel that at this point, it's a great opportunity for whatever you're doing, um, and it, even if it, it's, it's when people enter the space, everyone focuses on money at this point. I feel, whereas I think like just if you've got a skill, uh, you, you're creative and you can offer something. Just focus and see what you can do and how you can apply NFTs to what you're doing at this point. That's that's the best advice that I would give to anybody. I mean, what what would what advice would you give to somebody that is entering the space, whether it's a musician or something? What approach should they take? Um, yeah, man, like, you know, like I said about the, you know, try to make some friends. First off, just listen, you know, don't try to sell off the bat, you know, and the big thing that I always tell people to do is to, you know, find a way, find your way, 
in which you can uniquely add value yeah. to the community, you know? Right. Yeah. Like, do, once you figured that out, it's, it's that, you know, that's what I did, you know? Like, not a lot of people back then knew that you could mint for free on Mintable. Because everybody, yeah. and then the whole reason why I was doing that was because there were restrictions in New York at the yeah. time. I couldn't buy crypto. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't buy crypto to pay the little wallet initialization fee on OpenSea. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, just meant on OpenSea. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, I just can't, you know. But when I figured out how to do it on Mintable, I did that. I made my first 300 bucks in Ethereum. Yeah. And I just took that and turned it into everything else that I, you know, that's going on now. You know what I mean? Like that 300 bucks is, you know, it's, it's a laptop now. It's, it's a couple drum machines, you know, now and it, you know, and more things too, but you know, it's, I, I, I came in, I found like some good info and I'm like, this is what I'm going to bring to the table. This is how I'm going to uniquely add value. I'm going to teach people how to do this and make sure that, they got it, you know. I'm like, I'm gonna do it in a in a in a manner that they can understand. I'm not gonna talk over their heads. I'm not gonna use any of this jargon, you know. Like when I talk about like consensus protocols, I'm like, it's a truth machine, so they yeah. get it. They're like, oh, okay, so a consensus protocol is a truth machine. Yes, yeah, basically making sure everybody agrees on. Yes, like, the rules of the blo- the blockchain and whatnot. Yeah, right. yeah, like, yeah. But that's this. This I think that's also important. Is just breaking down things to people because like i said that's nothing that holds people back when they don't understand but like like i said you've been doing this for a long time education wise we with NT talks there's other people coming up and yeah it's it's people that are in the community kind of like safeguarding and trying to guide people the right way i think that's so important because i feel like i've always said that when people enter the space they can have they can have two experiences and there's a lot of things that can go wrong it's so early there's a lot of things that can go wrong i mean up to this i've made so many mistakes myself you know what i mean like i remember i remember when i i sold um um i made some well, i sold nft and made some obviously some eth and then i was i was trying to send an nft to a friend of mine and he wasn't he wasn't going through on OpenSea. he just wasn't going to him he wasn't receiving it so i kept clicking 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 <laughs> And then I got, obviously, I got charged around, like, just trying to send something for free at, like, $250 of gas fees because all, all the, um, the tra- it went through when it took the gas fees each time. So um, that's a lesson learned, but it, that doesn't, you don't know that until you do it. You know what I mean? So um, there's so many things that's got, that can go wrong. So people like yourself that are great, help, like, great people in the community can offer information and it's just needed. So... Stanking you like you've helped me in different ways connect with different people i'm saying and that's what we need to do as a community keep helping each other right yeah man dude i'm glad you know that i could help in any way you know what i mean like that's what like i feel like if i can help folks then it'll come around you know what i mean like yeah, like, yeah. I, like i you know like um like chris chris Cafaro, right i helped him with some nft stuff and he's like, listen, man, I got a photo shoot for you whenever you want it. Came out to L.A., got the photo shoot. And I was like, bro, like, whatever you need now, let me know. 
you know, and that's when I was like, hey, you know, you need some, you need a platform to talk about your stuff, you know, hey, like my brother Senka, he's got, the, he's got, the, he's got the podcast, you know, so boom, and this is what, you know, this is the ecosystem, this yeah. is us, this is us building it, because if we all, the better we all get, man, it's just the stronger the system is going to be, you yeah. know what I mean, like, I'd, I'd love for the day that, you know, I'm like, yo, like Senka, my, my yacht's busted, can I borrow yours, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, like take it, you know what I'm saying, like, that's what I'm hoping for, man, like, that's what we're, that's why I do it, that's why I help everybody, it's why I try to lift everybody up, you know, just because I know one day I might need it. You know, we're all human. Stuff happens. And yeah, if I can I, get everybody around me strong, then, hey, boom, you know, if I fall down, it can pull me right up. You know, we won't let each other fail here. That's the thing. You know, and that's what I love about this space. So how, round it off, how do you how do you see the, the, the world, your world in the next, say, 10 years with NFT? Oh. So, so, so like just I want, I want you to create a morning. I always do this at the end of the podcast. I want you to create a morning. Explain to me how you wake up. Where is NFTs? Where are we using NFTs? Whether it's in metaverse, so you go into the metaverse. Whether it's music, whether it's traveling. Where do you see wow. things like? Okay. So waking up in the morning, first thing in the morning, you wake up, and then what? How does your morning look? <laughs> <laughs> then I'm probably gonna, you know, check my MetaMask, honestly. That, you know, that's what that's what I do anyway. So I don't think that's gonna change. But um uh yeah, man, like I hope that I really wanna start doing more shows. I hope that this COVID business is over mm. and I wanna just start performing, you know, maybe doing some some NFT like live performances or something like that. And maybe even having it crossed with some uh, uh, you know, augmented reality stuff and doing, um, oh man, 10 years. I thought you were going to say one year. I can't even call it for the next year. That's why, <laughs> no, but I'm not asking you to call it. I'm asking you to create, how do you, how would you visualize it? So by doing this is that we're tapping into like, my, you've obviously been in the space. So you're, you're open-minded to things happening. Like I want to tap into your mind and think what's possible. Like, where do you think things can go? Like you could say, I've had some guests say, look, I'm, I wake up, I don't even leave the house, I put on my, my VR goggles, I go to my first meeting there in the, in the metaverse and so on, and then I, I travel here and I, I go to my, my shoppings and it's NFTs and all, all sorts of madness. So like, that's, that's why I was at, always asked that question to see what people are thinking, like <laughs> where their yeah, thoughts are. No, sure. no, I hear you, man. And I'm just, you know, how I'm, how I'm seeing it, maybe even how I'm wishing, man, is, you know, kind of like a combination of real world and, and the augmented stuff. Like, hey, let's say, you know, I got, let's say I got a meeting. Yeah. I want to be able to go to the coffee shop. And if the person who I'm meeting with, they're not there, they can just be there as a hologram sitting across from me. And I don't even need the goggles at this point because the tech is just there. Yeah, but won't that, won't that piss you off though? Well, that piece you have, you've got out of bed <laughs> to go to go to the coffee shop and he's turned up with his hologram. <laughs> no, hey, man, hey, hey I, I want to get out, man. Like, I want to move around and do stuff, you know what I mean? But how cool would it be if it's like, hey, you know, like, like certain coffee shops or like, you know, like Starbucks supports like augmented reality meetings. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You go sit at, at a booth in the Starbucks. They sit at like, you know, the, the, the sister booth at the other uh, Starbucks across yeah, the world. Cool. 
that's now, dope. now I'm making, now I'm dreaming of some crazy stuff. Yeah, that's what we want, man. That's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Wouldn't that be sick, you know? Yeah. You know, does Starbucks have the augmented meetings? Like, now nah, we got to go cross town to that one for the augmented meeting. We're like, okay, bet, let's go, let's go. You know, and, you know, the make the ones at McDonald's won't work right because their ice cream machine don't work. So the <laughs> McDonald's ones aren't going to work right, but <laughs> they're going to beam in somebody else. It's <laughs> a stranger. <laughs> That I hear that now, but I look yeah, that that's yeah, that's cool, man. I, that that would be dope to do something like that, like yeah, actual booths that you can go to, and you just go to the like yeah, the sister version. You're sitting there, and you and you kind of just chime in augmented reality style or or holographic. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do, and I, you know, I'm seeing you know real estate getting into it as well. I got a really wild. Um, metaverse real estate uh, uh, a business venture that I'm cooking up that I can't talk about yet, but it's, <laughs> it's going to, yeah, it's going to be freaking crazy, man. And, I, and there's nothing else like it right now. And I got lucky and got the, uh, the domain for it. And I was like, wow, like nobody bought this domain. I'm like, okay, Hey, you know, so I'm going to develop that. And I hope that, you know, within 10 years that that could be something to, you know, where, you know, I can't, I can't even describe it, but it's, yeah, but no, I, and, and I, you know, I can, I can, I can tell you a little bit about it afterwards, but it's, it's something dope. It's something really, really fucking cool. But um, yeah, man. And who, who, who knows what's going to be going on in the next 10 years, but yeah, I, I, what I want, what I want is I like, I like to get out. I like to be out in the world, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the headset is cool and everything, but I'd want, I don't know if you ever watched Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, when they have the little scouter things on their eye. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I want something like that to like be, you know, some shit. Like I want to be able to like boop that and like have like the stats of whatever pop up or, you know, like just if my kid's sick, hit that, be like, okay, like let's go. She's got, you know, she's got bronchi. Okay, boom. Like, all right, like whatever, you know, like just that would be so dope too or if it's like all right like i'm about to i want to be at the beach like let me click the scouter and it you know now now i'm at the beach you know what i mean but mm. you know or like oh man it's it's cloudy out like i want it to be sunny like let me hit that hit, hit that and now it's now it's you know now the weather looks different to me like i i want the combination of being outside with the mm. augmented stuff you know i think that would be wild being able to drop in the concerts and all that like <laughs> sorry i'm just rambling about no, it, no like, that, like, that's, I wish this that's, right that's that's it like I, I love that man i like, I like to tap into people's minds and for them just to run wild and talk about all these different things because that's what we need i think this is that's a that's the child in you and that's the child in you start you start running away with your imagination and saying like why can't this happen why can't that happen and 10 years ago, we could have been saying the exact same, all these things. And people are like, what the hell? Like, that ain't going to happen, but it is. So who's to say that ain't going to happen in the next 10 years? I don't put any limit on anything for what I've seen in the last two years happening is just, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it really is, man. Like this, what this, my one year in the NFT space has been insane. I'm really curious to see how you know the next year is going to be because I, I made a look like a like a recap video of all my stuff right yeah and at the top of the year i had got this write-up in uh the local paper about you know my music and everything and that was the start of it like yeah. this year 
I got uh, uh, I got interviewed on the on the big radio station in town. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, me and me and the uh, me and the host of that show, we're going to talk about doing some things, you know, and it's it's wild how each year it's just progressing and it's like dude like maybe halfway through this year i'm gonna be i'm gonna get interviewed on like cnn or something you know look it's been a pleasure speaking to you today man like so much Jen, so much value like especially in the music side i think you covered so much uh different areas and, and how you can take advantage so anyone creative especially musically i think they're gonna take so much value from this man but where can people find you god cloud go to you can find me at godcloud.org um i have my other nft site but i'm revamping that right now um you can find me godcloud.org that's where all my music stuff is my sample packs if you want to make beats like god cloud go there grab those tools um i'm the real god cloud on twitter and ig uh god cloud music on facebook i know i just said the f word but you know if anybody wants to visit me there i'm there as well so yeah, I hope to see some of the viewers come hang out over on my uh, channels as well, yo. Thanks, man. Yeah, well, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. Everyone stay listening, stay blessed.